The terrorist attacks of 2001 could not stop it. Or even a pandemic. That's right, but it's going on again this year. And we'll find out what it is because John and Nancy are still talking. All right, what we're talking about is our Drive for Miracles, our Radiothon for Kids for the Children's Hospital of Illinois. Uh, started back in 2001 and continues. Uh, actually, Friday the 11th, December 11th, will be mm-hmm. uh, the, the one for this year. And joining us uh, this morning on the podcast uh, is Mary Osborne, who works with the OSF Healthcare Foundation, which is the fundraising arm of, of OSF mm-hmm. Healthcare, and uh, basically was the... Now, you got to give me some history on this, uh, Mayor. First of all, thanks for being here. Second, you got to give me some history. How did we originally stumble onto you? Well, we remember, John, we worked together through um, the Miracle Run. We did. And That's then right. when Children's Miracle Network, which the Radiothon is a Children's Miracle Network program, when Bob Lind suggested that we should have a, a radiothon in the Peoria area, he started looking at the number one stations, and of course, your station was the number one station. That was us. And so then we reached out to you, to Mike Wild and, and the team, and you guys were interested. And so then you and I and Rob Wheeler, or Scott Wheeler, um, went to Minneapolis to see how it was done. So we I- did an overnighter trip up to Minneapolis and checked it out and you guys were like yeah we can do this yeah that's true and it happened and and so that was the is that Relay for Life correct was that the event no, I remember it was it was at the Peoria Stadium, and it was a bunch of little kids. I remember you walking up with Jack on your shoulders. I mean, that's how little he was. Yeah. And there was a, uh, it was called the Miracle Run. I think it was called the Miracle Run. And it was just they ran, you know, all these age groups of children ran around the Peoria Stadium, and, it, and we we had that run I think for five or six years. So that's when you first got involved. Um, Cheryl Bunn. Um, pulled you in. That's right. Thankfully. That's right. I do you remember that. You checked in and you haven't checked out, and we appreciate that. <laughs> that was uh, back in 2001 when we were getting this event started. Uh, I can tell you this right now. My son, Jack, is 25 now, yeah. so there's no more shoulder riding at no, this point. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're, not li- we're not reliving that part of it. Uh, okay. Mar- Mary Osborne uh, was really kind of the, the person that was uh, assigned to us. I remember that. So We've just a few become th- such great friends oh, without over question. the years. So, so the, Bob Lynn that she mentioned, who unfortunately is no longer living, um, but Bob was a very visionary guy yeah. with the Children's Miracle Network. Uh, he was primarily a radio station operator. I mean, he had done this professionally for many years and saw the value in telling the stories of families that were involved in children's hospitals mm-hmm. Uh via the radio because it's just such a compelling story to tell and it works really well for our format and uh boy we went up to minneapolis i remember it was such a big deal up there right it was huge yeah they were right at the mall of, the, of america is where they held their radio mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we started our first radiothon back in 2001 and the reason i referenced the uh, uh attacks of 9-11 so back in 2001, we started, and in September of 2011, we were getting ready to promote the right. Radiothon for the first time. We're going to so start talking about it. Nancy and I were actually on a billboard. Remember that, Mary? 
Absolutely. Yeah, the, that was one of those days you'll never forget. They put a billboard up outside of OSF, outside of Children's Hospital right there on 74, and we were actually up on it talking about it on yeah. the radio, going, hey, this big event is coming up to help Children's Hospital in December. And and that was September 11th, and all of a sudden we started a, getting reports of what's going on, and we're like, oh, we got to bring this down, go back to the studio, figure out what's happening. So we did that, and of course, then all of that unfolded. Yeah. And then we sat there, and this is my memory, uh, really, of the, the er, maybe the earliest memory of Radiothon. We sat in a big meeting, going, "Should we do this?" Just because of the events of 9/11. Yeah. Well, just everybody help, was not really. just shell-shocked by everything, but yeah. also just people were giving like crazy to everything. You know, people were trying to help and oh, yeah. being very philanthropic right then and we're like, should we really be asking people to give to yet another thing? And it turned out right Mayor, that that of course we should have, right? Right. And moving it to December was a really good choice. And we we were thinking maybe we would just do it you know, the one year, well, let's just move it to December and, you know, maybe we'll go back to the fall. But once it worked so well in December, we, we really liked that time frame, so we stayed there. And it's worked for 20 years. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, Mary Osborne is the annual fund officer for OS Healthcare, Healthcare Foundation, has been a part of this Radiothon for 20 years, basically the backbone of it, because she's the one that does everything that you don't hear on the radio. That's Mary. Everything. Uh, handles well, you know what, you guys, though, I want to just say thank you to you and your your team because working with you, I mean, this has been a huge commitment, and I just looked it up, and, you know, this Radiothon has raised $4,400,000 for OSF Children's Hospital, and that's huge. Yeah, that's a good thing. And that's helped so many families, so thank you. And it's not been a job as far as Radiothon because it's been fun. I have really enjoyed Radiothon. It's one of my favorite events, and everyone who's come to it just, you know, really enjoys it and signs up for the next year right away. So, yeah, that's, been, I guess that's been great. That's what my question was going to be uh, next is you have you work with all the volunteers, you put together phone banks, and you get to work with all these different people from all these different departments. And I know Peoria is a very philanthropic place anyway. Right. You know, people like to give here and they like to participate. Uh, has it ever been a struggle to get people to be a part of Radiothon? No, not really. Huh? We just send, get the word out. and Well, you know, in OSF, St. Francis is so huge that a lot of our people come from within. So we, of course, have the Children's Hospital um, mission partners that want to be part of it because they see what happens on a daily basis at Children's Hospital. So, of course, they're going to sign up to raise money for us. And then just our different organizations throughout Peoria. It really hasn't. It's just... And you've seen the phone bank. They're usually full and they usually happen. So, yeah. And it's, and it's the same way this year, even Zooming this year. I still have people that they want to get involved. So I'm like, okay, great. I'll get a packet out to you so you know you know what time to come on and, and what we're doing. It's such a great feeling to be a part of that, too. I can speak every, you know, I've been part of it every year. And it's such a sense of community when we all come together on, well, usually the two days, but on the days that we're there, it just feels so good to be together and having one goal and, and being together is that. the thing yeah. uh it's you know because there's a certain there's a core group of us that have done this for 20 years and i i start naming names but i'll forget somebody and then i'll feel like a jerk but uh it's kind of interesting how people gravitate to it and then once they are a part of it they don't want to stop being a part of it and i'm thinking specifically to our friends the mcmillans who uh, are a couple that's helped us with the financial part of it uh, for a long time, but I can't, I can't remember exactly how the McMillans got involved, Mayor. How did that happen? Well, Bruce was um, actually Bruce's um, 
wife was in the hospital, and she she since has passed. And um, he heard it. He was traveling back and forth. He, they live in Oregon, Illinois. He was in Oregon, Illinois. So they were traveling, and he heard Radiothon. Oh. And um, it just, you know, tweaked his interest. He actually worked at Caterpillar at the time, so he was traveling back and forth. And that's what got him involved. And then I think he met Cookie on the elevator at OSF. That'll do it. And Cookie was on the way up to, that's when we were in the in the building. We were in the seventh floor. And Cookie said, I'm going to Radiothon. Would you like to come and see what's going on? So Bruce came up. And, you know, again, he checked in and didn't check out. So right. we've had him for, you know, 19 years, too. And they were very sorry that yeah. they couldn't, couldn't be here for the last one. Well, it's going to be a little bit of a, of a different feel this year. We're talking about 20, 20 years <laughs> of uh, our uh, Drive for Miracles Radiothon for the Children's Hospital of Illinois. It's going to have a little different feel this yeah. year. We're going to be... We, Nancy and I, are going to be doing our part from our studios here because we normally do it from the hospital, right. but just due to the COVID-19 restrictions, that's a little too difficult this year. And then uh, we're going to have a phone bank and stuff up on Zoom so people can kind of check that out from a distance, I guess. And But we're still going to have the same phone number. It's 624-GIVE, 624-4483. And you'll still be able to make donations through 933thedrive.com. So all of that will be exactly the same. And uh, the fun thing this year is we'll be telling a lot of stories about kids we knew 20 years ago that are kicking tail now yes, they've come because, a long of the, way. because of the care they got at Children's Hospital of Illinois when they were tiny. And what I find, Mary, and you know this because you talk to these kids, most of them barely remember their time at Children's Hospital, right? Right, exactly. You know, Joseph Dubrovic was only four weeks old. Um, but then you have Megan Friend, who was 15, and from Chillicothe, who was just stricken with a horrible illness that they had to figure out when she got to the hospital. Yeah. So she remembers it and since has become a doctor. Yeah, how about that? And that happens a lot, actually, to both uh, the kids that went through the hospital experience and their parents. I mean, I know that uh, Shelly Weaver's still working for OSF, is she not? Yes, she is. So, a lot of the parents kind of gravitate to the hospital once once they've been through what they've gone through. They want to be there. Well, of course, I, I'd been doing this Radiothon for many, many years before my own kid got sick, and then we had to spend so much time at Children's Hospital, and ironically, uh, I got to discover firsthand just how great every all the care is um, that I'd been talking about for so many years, and the greatest thing was, from my experience, from coming from that, going through weeks upon weeks and months, and months that was about a, a five-year ordeal before yeah. we were all done. Um, wow. Uh, the, le- the level of care at Children's Hospital of Illinois is off the charts. And the one thing, the way I sum it up best in my own experience is the the kind of care, the compassion, the level of care you get at 2 in the afternoon is the same as you get at 2 in the morning. It never changes. It's so consistent. The staff and and the nurses and the doctors and everybody around the clock at that place has one thing in mind, and that's getting your kid better, and it's so great. It really is. Uh, do you find, uh, Mayor, that certain people's stories uh, stay with you over the years that you can't quite shake? Oh, man, I've met so many families <laughs> yeah, over the years. Been... And, you know, before you called, I was just listening to some of the miracle stories of Joseph Dubrovic and, of course, Brady, who comes to Radiothon all the time. And, you know, that the, the one with um, Ben Ellison and Jack talking was yep. amazing. There's just so many kids. Now, I mean, Jillian Powers is just, she's just a wonderful little girl. Love her. She's only eight and has been through, really been through hell and still going strong. So, 
you know, there's, there's, they just keep coming, unfortunately, yeah. so they, and they all touch my heart. There's just not one that stays with me. They all do. I'm with you. Every year this happens to me, but I start putting all this stuff together, and I pull up stories that we've done before and new stories and talk to parents and kids and everything. And I will be sitting there at my computer just crying. You know what I mean? I'll be like, and it's not, it's not out of like uh, feeling bad for the kids. But the thing that usually gets me teared up is parents who are there for their kids, right? So their kid is really sick, like dangerously sick and needs the expertise of the children's hospital. And they're, they're all in for their kid, but it's a, such a foreign environment out of the gate, right? You, you're in this hospital where you don't know anybody. You're taking the, you're taking your kid and you're handing them to a doctor, and sometimes it's life-threatening surgery and all this kind of stuff. But yet they keep this toughness about them that just breaks my heart every time. It's like you know a parent's resolve for their kid is the most beautiful thing to hear. It's just wonderful to hear. And those stories. Well, you know, are, I was listening. I'm sorry. I was no, listening to uh, Joseph's story last night, and Joseph Dubrovic and. And Lauren, his little sister, who was probably three or four at the time, and, and Joseph was only four weeks old, Lauren came on and, and he was questioning her, and she was talking about how, how sad she was because he had the tube in his nose and he couldn't talk. And so I sent that to Teresa and Paul. And Teresa was like, oh, my God, that, you know, Maya, their youngest daughter, who's now, I think, 15, said, um, Maya wants to hear Joseph's story, so then I'm in tears listening to Joseph's story because you know that was really traumatic for everybody, yeah. and so I forwarded that on to him too, just to, you know, like remember this. Yeah, so little, little it was fun to forward that on to the parents last night, and and the and Lauren was blown away. She was, God, that was me. I don't remember that. Of course, she was only three or four, so yeah. she wouldn't. And Joe was that was whooping cough, right? From what I remember, right? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, dangerous. Well, listen, we're, we got the 20th anniversary of our Drive for Miracles Radiothon on December 11th. That'll be uh, all day on uh, Friday, and you'll be hearing all these stories from the past 20 years, plus a whole lot of new ones. And uh, we really invite everybody to please make a donation and continue to make our children's hospital strong. And that's my last question for you, Mary, that, that, that if you could expound on. Mary Osborne is joining us from Children's Hospital and the OSF Foundation this morning. Um, the question is, how important is it for the community to provide these funds for Children's Hospital? Oh, boy. You know, if we didn't have a Children's Hospital of Illinois right in Peoria, so many parents and children would have to travel to Chicago or to Iowa City or to Indianapolis to get the care that they receive right here. So they get to stay home. They get to be with their families. They have the whole support network right here in Peoria instead of having to leave and go somewhere else. So it's extremely important. Mm -hmm. And any parent will tell you that. Any parent that has a child that they need to spend a lot of time with or they have kids at home, um, they can get home and see them instead of staying in Chicago or Indianapolis or Iowa and being totally disconnected with everything. So it's so important that we have a children's hospital right here. And And we're so grateful for everyone that supports it. It would be uh, unbelievably difficult just under the pandemic conditions, too. I can't even imagine what it would be like to having to travel right now to have your child cared for. So it's not just the care of the child, but also the care of the family. That's what you guys do so well. So, all right, well, we're doing right. it again. We're doing it again this year, then. Yep, we are. It's different, <laughs> but we're doing it. You're not gonna done yet, lady. with you guys, that's for sure, but we're going to make it good. It's going to be a good one. No, we're fired up for it. We can't wait. That's, again, uh, coming up on Friday, December 11th, our Drive for Miracles Radiothon for the Children's Hospital of Illinois right here in Peoria. Mary, thank you for spending a couple of minutes with us. We appreciate it. We thank value you. you and love you very much. I love Thanks, you guys, Mary. too.
All right, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. And I'm John. And I'm Nancy. And if you keep listening. We'll keep talking. Have a great day. See you.